0: Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in. This is episode number 100. That's right. 100 episodes of Bitcoin Made Simple. Hard to believe. Um, yeah, that's pretty crazy. Uh, so yeah, this is episode 100 and I appreciate the millions of you that listen. Just kidding. Not millions yet. Maybe someday. Um. But no, I do appreciate all of you, uh, for listening. Because my goal initially was to do it for one year. I was that was what I told myself. So got to do it for one year and see. You know, if you are gonna try it, you know, see if it. You got to give it a good run uh, and see if it's worth it. You know, as far as I mean, not like financially, just is it worth it? Is it something you like doing? You know, because I think a lot of people start podcasts and. You know, you just get frustrated real quick and you give up. Um, so, yeah, I, ma- I made the commitment to do it for a year. And here we are uh, a little over two years later and I'm 100 episodes in. Uh, and, yeah, it's pretty crazy. So, anyways, shout out to the Bitbox O2 Hardware Wallet for bringing this episode to you. Go to shiftcrypto.ch slash Bitcoin Made Simple. Use the promo code Bitcoin Made Simple to get 5% off. Also, thank you to Upstream Data and their wonderful black box. Go to UpstreamData.ca, and then also Movies Plus. And I'll talk to you guys a little bit about the the goings on at Movies Plus. Um, but yeah, uh, it was just crazy to take a moment and, and sit there and realize I've been. This is my hundredth episode. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I think most uh, probably. Half of the more, a little more than half of them have been interviews. So you're looking at like over, like probably close to 60 interviews. I've only doubled up interviews from a couple people. I know Guy Swan was on twice. Uh, Daniel Prince was on three times. Uh, Bob Burnett was on twice. Shinobi was on twice. But other than that, um, well, you know, actually Gigi technically was on twice because I had Gigi on -on one-on-one and then I had him on with Guy Swan. Um, but other than that, it was, you know, a litany of, you know, a, a wide variety of people, um, hearing their stories. I actually just lined up another interview for, um, two weeks from now or two or three weeks from now. Um, so I will be doing an interview um, with Timothy Allen. If any of you follow him on uh, tw- on uh, the Twitter, he is a Bitcoiner, uh, travels the world with his family, all that good stuff. So um, the funny thing is he actually, <laughs> I get this DM like three or four days ago, all of a sudden it says, and like, you know, you know how on DMs whenever you go in, you can only see the most recent one that says not bad for two years later, and I go in and it's from him. And like two years ago, I think Princey told me to reach out to him, and so I had DM'd him saying, "Hey, you should come on the show," and um, and yeah, he didn't see the message until three or four days ago, and he said, "Yeah, absolutely," and he was like, "Not not bad for you know two years later," um, so anyways uh yeah we'll we'll be doing that interview but um yeah it's been it's been fun uh just why wa- just watched an episode of the middle if you don't know that show um middle with uh, patricia heaton uh ended a handful of years ago uh but their son brick he he did a pond uh, a fodcast a about font cast about fonts a podcast about fonts um in the last episode we were me and my wife were watching and I uh, was cracking me up. Uh, Cause he did it for like a week and then he quit. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I stuck it out and I'm glad I'm doing it. Cause now I don't know, maybe this is like, it's almost like a therapy session for me where I'm just like, Oh, I gotta go talk to my magic internet friends and, um, and <laughs> talk about what's going on in my life or my head or, you know, all, all of the above. Um, so, first of all, last week, whenever I talked about having to sell some Bitcoin, which is like the biggest pain and sucks, ball zinis, um that, uh, that, yeah, that sucked. But I did have a couple of people reach out and say, hey, I actually had to do the same thing. You know, you got to do what you got to do. Um, and so I think that's cool. And, you know, people said they appreciated hearing, you know, like someone else come out and publicly say that they had to do it because, um, like I said last week, we have this meme where I'm never selling. I'm never selling no matter what. And um, and I don't know who the person was that said this, but like I think it, I remember Natalie Brunel had posted like a, a tweet the one time and said, like, I never sold a sat and somebody replied and said, if you've never sold a sat, if you've never sold Bitcoin, then you're short Bitcoin. And I was like, man, that is so true. Um, so like I always tell everybody, don't over leverage yourself. Don't, you know, if it's money that you don't need for more than four years, then you can put it into Bitcoin. Um, but, uh, you know, don't, don't get yourself into any kind of crazy situation. Um, especially with the current economy, um, the way it is. I just saw that the credit card debt is over a trillion or about to go over a trillion dollars in the United States. Holy hell. Um, That's a nightmare. And that is not going to go well. (laughs) That's not going to go well. Um, I was talking about it with, I was talking with my one business partner yesterday um, and you know, we were talking about, he was talking about, he's older than me, so he's lived through some of the other economic downturns in the business world, and he was like, he's like, but this one, he's like, this one's weird, man. He's like, it's like the one, this is like the one to end all cycles. Like, not talking big Bitcoin, but like, this is the crash to bring it all, the whole system down. Like, yeah, it's starting to look that way. I um, you know Balaji is still saying that uh, he believes, he just put out a Tweet that said, "I'm not backtracking. Just saying that I, there was a ten percent chance that Bitcoin would be a million dollars in, uh, in ninety days." So I had to reply, quote tweet that with the a gif of goalposts getting moved, um, because yeah, it's that's not happening. Um, if it is going from what are we at like twenty nine thousand right now to a million dollars, that even now it would be like 60 days yikes that world would be an interesting one um but yeah i got uh i got to do some fun stuff looking at gas wells this past week um and uh in next in like a couple weeks in pittsburgh here i'll be going to a it's called a crypto mining summit energy summit um but it's just really about Bitcoin, obviously. Uh, the guy running it, I think is, you know, relatively new to Bitcoin, so doesn't. And he's trying to appeal to like the oil and gas people who don't quite know that there is no, you know, Bitcoin only, and like differentiate. But whatever, they'll figure it out. Uh, so I hope to meet with a lot of uh, people that have oil and gas rights uh, there to just uh, keep going down this Bitcoin mining venture. I'm very excited about. And then also, I'm really excited about the fact that he was uh the one uh, rights owner that I was meeting with um showed me what like wells would look like if I put it on my property, um, and how much that would roughly cost and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I mean, I have I have natural gas. I have a bun- an abundance of it underneath where I live, and I can turn that into electricity and mine Bitcoin from it. So that'd be pretty cool. And then the electricity can go right to my house. And, you know, whether I have gas appliances, which I don't have at the moment, but if I have gas appliances, I could have natural gas feeding into my house for free. And I can have electricity feeding into my house from the generator. Um, So it'd be a beautiful thing. Cause then I thought I was thinking about it like today, whenever I had to get my, you know, the ceremonial, the ceremonial, um, kick in the crotch from the world that be that is, uh, by filling up my tank of gas. I was like, Jesus, that is a lot of money for gas. It's still like, this is just bad. And, um, and you know, the downside, I don't, you know, I wouldn't get a Tesla, to, or any electric vehicle, because I think they're garbage. Um, you know, they don't like. If it really did get like clean up the air or whatever, then sure I'd do it. But like your electricity is getting produced somewhere now that it creates carbon, and that's how the electrons get you know transmitted to your vehicle. So, um, but also to charge it, it wouldn't. I don't think it'd be much of a cost benefit to be charging your car all the time instead of paying for gas. But then I was thinking about like, well, if I have free energy from my own property, then maybe I will get an electric vehicle just for local driving. So that, you know, 90% of the driving you do, you know, that's all within a half hour range of your house. uh, Do that with the electric vehicle that charges off of the energy that we get from the ground underneath us. and um, So, yeah, I also, uh, I don't know, be curious to see what else, what other kind of gases and minerals and all that kind of stuff get discovered. If I can do that on my property, it would be a fun process to go through. Anyways, um speaking of driving around within a half hour radius, I just did a nightmare. I think... My wife has tricked me into thinking that running errands doesn't exist. But, like, it hit me today. I was going into like my fifth store in one trip. And I was like, I'm running errands right now. How did I get sucked into running errands? I hate running errands. And it gets dressed up in a different way. And I think she does it to trick me. So I'm like, Oh yeah. You know, cause what happens here's where it get, it gets, it, it starts off. It's like, Hey, there's a grocery order. Can you pick it up? And I'm like, Oh yeah. And then I'm like, Oh, I was going to, yeah, I got to go out and I got to go to this one thing anyway, So I'll go there. And while I'm there, I might as well go to the thing that's right next to it. So I'll go there. And then like, so I doing that and it's like, well, while you're out, um, can you stop by the school and pick up, you know, the homework or makeup work, you know, because one kids has been sick from school for a couple of days, uh, you know, can you get the makeup work? I'm like, okay, I'll do that. And then it's like, and then you're driving and you're like by the, the uh, feed store and like, oh, the chicken feed, we need more chicken feed. So I get that. And then I'm like picking up the, I'm like, oh my God, this is miserable, miserable. And so then I'm sitting there in the store and like I think around the two hour mark of running errands, I've realized I turn into like Bill Burr with just like the desire to like Mf everything around me. And I think I caught myself today like talking to myself. Um because I was one of the things are one kid being well, both kids are sick and the younger one has some stuff, you know, stuffed animals of his own and everything, but the older one has a stuffed animal that he specifically likes to hold when he doesn't feel good. And the younger one doesn't have that. So I was like, oh, I'll just pick him up one, you know, something for five bucks that'll make him feel better and you know, something to snuggle with while he's stuck on the couch not feeling good for a couple of days. Um and then so I'm like trying to take pictures of them and send them to my wife to say like, hey, what do you think? Which one, you know, get some advice? And it's like not sending the picture. It's slowly loading. And I'm just my blood is boiling. And I, I did catch my I was in the aisle and I was like, what's the point of these phones if they don't work? You know, like just starting to lose my mind. Um, and then I was like, well, if somebody's nearby, they are going to think I am insane. Which, for Walmart, is not insane. And I also hate Walmart. I hate the store. Like, I hate the lighting. I hate the color. I hate everything. It is... It's, like, so depressing to me. It's just... Ugh. Um, so, anyways. I hate running errands. Um, I hate spending money on things and this is like pulling teeth for me. There's a couple of projects that I want to do that are going to help the business, help my business in general. Um, but in order to do them, I have to spend a little bit of cash on electronics, and it just—it always drove me nuts to begin with. But like now, being a bitcoiner, it's just so much harder. Like, why the hell am I going to put this money? into this worthless technology that's going to fall apart and depreciate immediately and all that jazz, but it is what it is. Um, So, oh, you guys should get a Bitbox O2 hardware wallet, by the way. It's simple, easy to use. Um, Whether you're stacking or if you have to move some off and take care of yourself, it's simple and easy to use. Um, is it any or if any of you are going to the conference? Hmu, hit me up. Um, I will be there. Like, I don't have a lot of free time, but I will be there. Um, so you know, can see at the conference. Say hey. Um, I feel like there's significantly less buzz about the conference this year. Uh, because here we are in the bear market and people are getting pissy (laughs) to say the least. Um, uh, It just seems like a lot of people have been given wedgies and are bitching and moaning about everything. Um, So it's just fun. And, uh, and I do, I mean, it is funny though. Like, and I, I don't try to be antagonistic in the sense that I'm, being a jerk—that's not I try to do. But, um, but my uh, <laughs> my buddy Luke—you guys all know Luke—he um, posted like, a little over a week ago. He posted something like, "Is this your last uh, video? Like, is this your last chance to buy Bitcoin? Was that or was that your last chance to buy Bitcoin below thirty k? Bitcoin was at like thirty thousand five hundred, and like within an hour." It went under 30K. I was like, dude, come on. Um, So, you know, I mean, I'm, I know he's got math to back it up, um, but I just, I'm not saying this directed at Luke. I'm just saying in general, um, there's a lot of hopium out there. And I'm just, uh, I think, I think what I've noticed in the bear market is people are just tired of the hopium. People are just like, real, like, you know, come on. Because um, it's, yeah, it is, a, it is an asymmetric bet. And it's the right one, obviously. But it, it's just going to take a little bit. Um, it's going to take a minute, uh, a lot longer than you would think. So. That's that's my thought on it, and I was one of those morons right off the bat that was like, "This is gonna happen immediately. This is the moment." Telling everyone and their mother, "Buy all the Bitcoin you can." Like, if you could, if, if you could get uh, all the all the equity in your house out in cash right now, you put it in Bitcoin. I'm telling you right now, put it in Bitcoin, you'll be a millionaire. Like that, I was one of those morons. Um. You know, thankfully that was years ago at this point and I have come to my senses. Uh man, oh man, we had we were doing some stupid stuff. I was even like seriously considering using those like BlockFi and the, the different um the different uh lending platforms. I was considering that. Getting a loan and I'm like no, like that is like I'm so glad. And there were people, I mean, American Hoddle, you know, who's been around for a minute. Uh, you know, he was, I think he made a bet with the guy who owned BlockFi and said, I bet you it won't be around. And he said, I'll bet you a Bitcoin or something that it will be around, you know, for at least 10 years. Uh, when, but well, we see how that went. Uh, but yeah, it's just, um, I don't know. There's the, I just get the feeling there's there's groups in Bitcoin. There's the people that need it to pump in order to pump their bags and are hoping that, all, that they've done what they needed to do. They bought their Bitcoin and they can sit back and relax now. Like HODL Magoo looking for his glasses in the middle of the Atlantic ocean on a yacht. Um, But, uh, you know, it's not, you got to just keep stacking, keep your head down, keep crushing it in the Fiat game, find ways to increase your cash flows. And like I say, put put money away that you can afford to hold on to for a minute. Um, And uh, yeah. So that's my prophetizing pro- for, the, for the moment. It's also like you have to keep your eye on the goal um, in this current climate. And now you'll get people might roll their eyes at this, but I'll give you a biblical reference because I think it's a good story. Um, when Jesus walks on the water out to the boat with the apostles in the middle of a storm, and Jesus calls to Simon Peter, and Simon Peter says, If you command the waters to hold me, I will walk out to you. And he goes out and he walks on the water. And he's and the whole time Jesus is saying, Stay focused on me, come to me, and I'll give you rest, all that kind of stuff. And about halfway there, this is where the this is where the message comes in. Of what I'm getting at, he starts to Peter Simon. Peter starts to look at the waves, starts to look around and see how hard it's raining. Notice the wind and the craziness of what is happening around him, and he starts to sink. And so, obviously, if you're religious, you get the under. You understand the message there, but that that could be applied to business you know, and like dealing with these uncertain times and economic turmoil um, where, you know, you just, you have this vision and if you feel that you're being called towards something, or if you like, say, you know, doing something is the right business decision for you, there's going to be some choppy waters, but stay focused on the thing that you determined was right. It's it's okay to keep checking yourself. Sorry for that. Hiccup. Um, it's okay to keep checking yourself and keeping yourself in balance to make sure you don't get a little too out of whack um, but yeah I you gotta keep an eye on, you gotta keep your focus don't focus on the waves and that is a little advice for what's going on on Twitter because I think I mean we can all get sucked down that rabbit hole and get like overwhelmed by like oh my god this is the worst the world has ever been in the history of the world and which it hasn't been. Um, so yeah, my, that's my advice for the day. Um, AI integrations, I think are interesting. I'm going to start digging into that more. I might talk about it a little bit. I don't think it's, I mean, there's a lot of like bros out there that are like, AI will change your life, man. Like, watch how I'm earning six figures a week by just using Chat GPT. Like, it's all bullshit. Um, but it does help you. And I'll tell you my little story that helped me is that I deal a lot with spreadsheets. Um, because the unsexy and unfun part of my business life is producing reports, you know, whether it's viewership reports or, Revenue reports, all those reports, gathering royalties and disseminating them. And it's just a nightmare. And there was always this one thing that I was like, if I could get the spreadsheet to do this specifically, man, that would be a big help. But I never could. No matter. I mean, I spent hours and hours and hours Googling. I'm talking about for years spend a lot of time Googling and trying to figure out how to s- fix this specific problem and it, how to do these queries that would pull the data automatically in the way I want. And don't I don't want you to think I'm like an idiot because I am a smooth brain, but like, I mean, that's my joke, but, uh, but when it comes to like, you know, I'm, I'm not a complete novice when it comes to spreadsheets. I'm pretty good with it. You know, like I have a lot of spreadsheets where, you know, they're referencing data points and, you know, automatically pulling data from one sheet to another. And, you know, it's populating websites and all that kind of stuff. Um, and I don't know how to code, you know, so I just like do it. I do it the, the rough way and figure it out. But this one specific thing, I couldn't figure out how to do it. And then all of a sudden it hit me. I was like, wait, I was like, go to chat GPT. And type in exactly prompt it with exactly what my problem is. You know, said like, you know, I if you have a value in column, let's just say the way I the way you prompt it is important. But I was like, you know, if you have uh, write me a just come up with an example. This isn't what I did, but off the top of my head. It's like if I have a uh write a spread write a spreadsheet formula that if the value in cell A, A1 on sheet 1 equals any cell, any is approximately, you could actually make it approximate to, is approximately matches any of the values in column B of sheet 2, return the value of column C sheet too. You could do something like that. Uh, that one's really not that complicated of a formula. But anyways, typing that in instead of trying to figure it out and do all the mess, typing that in to chat GPT and it was just like, and like shot it out and copy and pasted it and boom, it worked. I was like, whoa. Um, that's pretty crazy. The other crazy thing was I I had a web page that I was working on, and I typed exactly what I wanted the web page to look like, and said, "Do it like, you know, I work with like what they call WYSIWYG: what you see is what you get" type web editors. I'm not a coder, um, and I was like, you know, typed it, I typed out this is what I want the web page to look like, blah 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 blah, and put it in this specific type of code, like Python or whatever. So typed it in. That's, that's my noise. It, my noise is going to be uh, the chat GPT farts whenever it makes answers and solutions. Um, and so it's just, and shoots it out. And I, I was like, all right. I mean, I know I'm just looking at it like, all right, I don't know what any of this code really is. So I just copy and pasted it and put it in and, Voila, it was exactly the website I wanted it to be, and I was like, Whoa, <laughs> like, holy balls! So, I think there's a lot more there. Uh, I don't know, I gotta keep digging, but I gotta do less errands in order to dig more. Um, and then final thing NFL draft this weekend, first round already happened. I'm waiting patiently, I want to see. I want to see an NFL player get drafted and get up to the microphone and say, "I'm taking my payments in Bitcoin." Uh, but it's peak bear market. That's not going to happen for a while. So, anyways, that's uh, that's all I got for you guys today. Just go to Upstream, uh, well, go to UpstreamData.ca. Uh, they don't get the final shout out, but I'll give them an extra one because I appreciate their black box. But uh, also uh, go to shiftcrypto.ch slash Bitcoin Made Simple. Use the promo code Bitcoin Made Simple to get 5% off. Get a BitBox 0 hardware wallet and protect your funds. I promise you it is the best decision you will make. And I will talk to you guys later.